What's up, y'all? This is JLP, the host of Masters of Good Podcast, coming to you with this brand new episode. I pray you and your loved ones are doing well. And for those of you who reside in the state of Florida, I am praying for you and your loved ones. I reside in the state of Florida. And, you know, I thank God that me and my family, we are good. Our friends are doing well. God truly gave us his grace. You know, God truly protected us from the storm. But I do know that there are other residents in the state of Florida that has been greatly affected by Hurricane Ian. And we are lifting you all up in prayer. And we just thank God for what he's already begun to do in the state of Florida. Now, y'all, I also want to go ahead and um, just share some highlights, some news to you guys. For those of you who follow us on Instagram, we might have already seen that we have posted our new arrivals from our Amuna Culture shop. We just released a new design. Um, I hope that you guys are enjoying the new design for those of you who have already seen it on Instagram. If you have no clue what it is that I'm talking about, then I strongly recommend you to go ahead and follow us on Instagram. You can find us at Shop Amuna Culture. And as well, for those of you who want to go ahead and check out the new, the new designs that we have, please go ahead and make sure you click the link that is in our bio. And so y'all trust me, I believe you will love this design because this design will always remind you how you can access peace, how you can access peace and better yet, how you can access the peace of God. Now, if that wasn't it, if that was not enough for you guys, I want you to know that you could still get some more encouragement by going ahead and visiting our YouTube channel, JLP Network. On there, we recently released a video titled Don't Stop Believing. For those of you who perhaps, again, need a boost of faith, please go ahead and check out that video. Let me know in the comment section below the video how you enjoyed it, how it has been encouraging you, how has it been a blessing to you, because truly, I love when you guys leave a comment, and um, I'll be glad to respond when I have the time to do so by God's grace. And for those of you who have already subscribed to the JLP Network, channel thank you so much um this channel honestly y'all is here to encourage challenge and inspire you to live life to the fullest from a biblical perspective it is truly my greatest pleasure to be able to edify you with the word of god and to point you closer to jesus and to also motivate you to live an abundant life that he has given you and him as well for those of you who are connected to our website you are aware of our series god's love Please let me know how this series has been a blessing to you. We are releasing very soon um, the second part to that series. In total, y'all, the series is 10 parts. It's a 10-part series. So please go ahead and make sure that you are subscribed to our website, jlpnetwork.com. That way you will always be notified when we release a different part of the series. But for right now, you can go ahead and just catch up with the latest parts that we have already shared on our website now without further ado y'all i just want to go ahead and get straight to the episode but um, i just want to mention this i'm looking so forward to our thanksgiving challenge for those of you who follow me on instagram at it's underscore underscore jlp you know that we truly love to just you know encourage you to be thankful in all seasons in every circumstance and I also encourage myself to do the same because listen, y'all, we serve a good God. We serve a faithful God, and He is worthy of eternal praise. You know, the Bible even lets us know that that is God's will for us. It's for us to be thankful in every circumstance, right? And to give Him praise concerning 
uh, our lives, to give him praise, no matter what season we may find ourselves in, that we can know that he is worthy of praise because he is good and he has already given us everything that we need in Christ Jesus. And so there shouldn't be a day where we feel like we don't have a reason to thank the Lord. And so for those of you guys who joined us in 2020 and as well as 2021, we are going to continue with this challenge starting tomorrow, October 1st, 2022. And so if you would love to be a part of this challenge, this challenge actually begins tomorrow, October 1st, but it's going to continue on until the end of the year. Yes, that's right. We always do this, y'all. For the past um, two years or so, we have been just really taking that time out of the year to really posture our heart in a position of praise and adoration and be given to the Lord. And so I really encourage you to be a part of this challenge. And for you to stay up to date with this challenge, all you have to do is make sure that you're viewing my IG stories and following us on Instagram at this underscore underscore JLP. Now, without further ado, y'all, I want to go ahead and get straight into this episode. And I'm excited about tonight's episode because I get to close out the third quarter of 2022 with all of you. Because guess what? Tomorrow, October 1st, 2022 is officially the start of what the last quarter of 2022 the fourth quarter and if you guys you know are familiar with the jewish calendar we are literally in the year 5783 which is equivalent to our Gregorian um new year 2023 so technically <laughs> we are literally in a new year um and that is amazing and so happy new year for those of you guys who are jewish but for those of us who are christian we have been grafted in and so we get to celebrate with all of you all too and so we just thank God for just bringing us into this new year, although we are kind of like ahead of time, even though um, based on the Gregorian calendar, it's not years until January. But if you're like me, I already think that, that I am now in a brand new year. And because I am in a brand new year, I am now just getting myself positioned to have a brand new start, a brand new beginning. And this technically, y'all, is going to be what it is we're going to talk about on tonight's episode. We're going to talk about how you can position yourself to have a brand new beginning, a new beginning or a new season and what that looks like. What makes it, what makes us have a brand new season? What makes us have a brand new beginning? Does it just mean that when we enter a new month? Does it just mean that when we enter a new year? And this is what I really am going to discuss on tonight's episode. And I just want to go ahead and just quickly share this right quick. There's two biblical characters, biblical figures that I want you to pay attention to as we are just talking about this topic for tonight's episode. The first one being Ruth and the second one being David. And as we just further dig deeper into this episode, as we further expand upon this topic, I'm going to go ahead and give some biblical references that you can meditate on throughout the weekend and into the new um into the new week amen and so y'all again you know like i said you know we are technically in a brand new year 5783 and i want you all to even get yourself in a position of seeing everything as a new beginning a new season and again even though perhaps you go by the gregorian calendar that's okay, but maybe right now you find yourself in a season where it doesn't look brand new. As a matter of fact, it looks familiar. 
it looks like every other year. Well, this is your opportunity to view right there where you're at, at a brand new season. And I'm gonna show you how, in fact, how easy it is that you can begin to view this current season that you're in as a brand new season. I don't know how long you've been in this current season. I don't know um, how it's been for you. I don't know if it's been great. I don't know if it's been uh, dull. I don't know if it's been tiring. But one thing I know is that you, in fact, can reset your season based on this important matter or based on this important detail. And I'm going to go ahead and say it to you right now. It is based, y'all, on your mindset. I'm going to say this again. It is based on your mindset. Now, for those of you guys who have been tuning into the podcast, for those of you who also are familiar with our Masters and Good Life sessions, you guys have probably heard me talk about our mentality. Amen? Um, but for tonight's episode, though we're talking about mindset, I'm not going to talk about prize mentality. You are more than welcome to check out our JLP Network YouTube channel. So just go ahead and watch a couple of videos that we spoke about prize mentality. But however, I, I just wanted to mention prize mentality because this, in fact, is the mindset that the Lord wants us to have. Because at the end of the day, prize mentality mindset is a faith-filled mindset. And in order for you to have a brand new season or in order for you to have a new beginning that is a good beginning, you have to have what? You have to have a faith-filled mindset. Again, you have to have a faith-filled mindset. Now, if you guys are not, you know, if you guys don't mind, this is the time that we're gonna go ahead and open the word of the Lord to the book of Ruth. We're gonna be reading Ruth chapter one, verse. 6 to 18. So if you have your Bible, please go ahead and just turn it to Ruth chapter 1, verse 6 to 18. I'm reading from the New International Version, and I'll be reading it aloud this for you all. Excuse me. And so Ruth chapter 1, verse 6 to 18 says, When Naomi heard in Moab that the Lord had come to the aid of his people by providing food for them, she and her daughters-in-law prepared to return from there. With her two daughters-in-law, she left the place where she had been living and set out on the road that would take them back to the land of Judah. Then Naomi said to her two daughters-in-law, Go back, each of you, to your mother's home. May the Lord show you kindness as you have shown kindness to your dead husbands and to me. May the Lord grant that each of you will find rest in the home of another husband. Then she kissed them goodbye and they wept aloud and said to her, we will go back with you to your people. But Naomi said, return home, my daughters. Why would you come with me? Am I going to have any more sons who could become your husbands? Return home, my daughters. I am too old to have another husband. Even if I thought there was still hope for me, even if I had a husband tonight and then gave birth to sons, would you wait until they grew up? Would you remain unmarried for them? No, my daughters. It is more bitter for me than for you because the Lord's hand has turned against me. At this they wept aloud again. Then Orpah kissed her mother-in-law goodbye, but Ruth clung to her. Look, said Naomi, your sister-in-law is going back to her people and her gods. Go back with her. But Ruth replied, don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go, and where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people, and your God, my God. 
where you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. <laughs> May the Lord deal with me, be it ever so severely, if even death separates you and me. When Naomi realized that Ruth was determined to go with her, she stopped urging her. And so I just want to go ahead and just dialogue with you concerning the text that we just read. Now here we see from Ruth, right? Ruth chapter 1, verse 6 to 18. We see that something happened, right, to, to, to Naomi. They were going through challenges. They were going through, through changes. It appears that there was a season in their lives where they were struggling, right, to have food in the land that they were in, right? But however, we see in verse 6, if you guys go ahead and just read a couple of scriptures ahead of verse 6, you will see that they were having trouble in their land and they had issues. But now we see in verse 6, Naomi herself, she said that they were going to leave the current land that they were in at the time it was, the, it was Bethlehem and they were going to go to Moab because Naomi said that she noticed that the Lord had come to aid his people by providing food for them. And so they went ahead and left Moab now and they went back to Naomi's hometown, which is the time, the town called Bethlehem. But the thing I found interesting concerning the text is how Naomi, though she loves her daughters-in-law and though her daughter-in-law loved her as well, she was trying to plead with them to stay in Moab. And she was actually as well, um, you can see in the tone, right, in the writing that Naomi's tone was one that was filled with bitterness, that was filled with depression, that was filled with sorrow. It's like Naomi. Although she still believed in God and although she was going back to her hometown, it seems as if she felt like her life was not going to be any better. Because why? Her husband is not in the picture anymore. And she finds it as well that if she were to tell her daughter-in-law to join her, that their lives too would not be any better because, you know, their husbands have passed away. But at least they can go ahead and go back to their, you know, stay in Moab where they're at. And hopefully they can what they can marry other men because they only even said um, to the Lord on their behalf. Well, not to the Lord on their behalf, but they only said to them. She was like, you know, may God grant you all kindness and bring you into another husband's home. Meaning, like, may God grant you to have another husband as your own and be able to start a family with and so forth. So Naomi was like, you know what, guys? I hope that you guys you know, have a new beginning. You know, you guys start a new life with a new husband, have a, you know, children with this with this you know, the husband that the Lord will give to you. But me, I'm like an old lady. You know, my husband died, and I don't even really have any interest in marrying somebody even if I go back to my homeland because I feel like there's no hope for me. Now, this is very interesting. So both Ruth and Orpah loved Naomi. And as a matter of fact, in the beginning, both Ruth and Orpah wanted to go with Naomi. They wanted to go where Naomi was going, which was Bethlehem. They wanted to go and, 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 and live with Naomi, despite the fact that they too have become widows. But we see at the end of the text that we just read, Orpah ended up being persuaded by Naomi to stay in Moab. She didn't continue to persist like Ruth continued to persist. 
you know. And we see here in the text that Ruth persists so much that Naomi gave up in trying to keep her from going with her. And this is what I really want you all to hold on to. Ruth's mindset was a determined mindset. Now, even though Ruth perhaps she felt bad, right? She probably had some um, grief, right? Because let's 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 remember, of, of course, her husband just passed away, so she probably had a measure of grief. But despite the fact that she might have had a measure of grief, Ruth did not dwell in her past. She did not dwell on the fact that her husband just recently died. She instead, what, she changed her perspective, she changed her mindset, and she began to focus on Naomi. And she began to focus on the possibility of having a new life with Naomi. She even says in the text, she says, you know, your God will become my God, your people will become my people. This is someone who has a, what, a healthy mindset, a positive mindset. What is so profound is that Ruth ended up having a faith-filled mindset than Naomi. And Naomi is one who lives for the one true living God. Naomi was one who did not practice, uh, you know, idol worship, you know, um, living for false gods and so forth. She knew the one and true living God, the God of Israel. But here you have Ruth who was a Moabite who had other gods that was not the God of Israel. But yet you see she had greater faith in this aspect, right? That we read in the text more than Naomi. And so this is so wonderful for us to really pay note to or pay attention to because it shows us that even even if you are currently in a season of grief, of disappointment, even if you are currently going through things that are out of your control, that is not enough to stop you to still want have hope for a new beginning and to shift your mindset. I want you to that I want you guys to pay attention to this. As I was saying before, right? Before we got into the text at hand here, which is Ruth chapter one, verse six to eighteen, I was mentioning and I was saying to you all. What what makes what makes or what marks a new beginning or a new season? For most for most people, what marks a new beginning or a new season is again a new year or stepping into a new month. But if you pay close attention, especially in this text right here that we just read, what marks a new beginning or a new season is based on how you are in your mind. It's based on your mindset. It's based on the fact whether you have a old mindset. An old mindset that is toxic, that is negative, that is filled with doubt, that is filled with, again, uh, you know, just hopelessness? Or do you have a mindset that is a faithful mindset like we see Ruth had right there? A mindset that is healthy, a mindset that is always looking for the good in a circumstance, in, in a present matter whether it was good or bad. Amen. And so I want to encourage you all, as we're beginning to enter the fourth quarter of 2022, I want you to have a faith-filled mindset because, listen, y'all, if you do not have a faith-filled mindset, 
even if you enter the fourth quarter, which is the last quarter of 2022, you have not yet entered into a new season. Even if we enter into this last quarter for you, it will still be an old season, even though for others, it will be a new season. So basically y'all, our mindset truly is key. Our mindset is truly key. Living in an atmosphere of faith and expectation is in fact truly key is in fact what signals that you have entered into a new season it is not the day becoming new that makes it seem like you're entering a new season but it's based on your mindset and that is why y'all you may see some people even though a new day has started they still have the same hopelessness that they had yesterday this is not because the day never begin anew. This is not because they never entered into, for example, today is Friday. It's not because they didn't live to see Saturday. They entered Saturday, right? But it is because their mindset did not permit them to see the newness that could in fact be available to them this Saturday or the Saturday that is coming up. And so it's so important for us to make sure that we are training ourselves to be like Ruth. It is not that we're saying that bad things did not happen to us. It is not saying that we are not dealing with grief. It is not saying that we're not dealing with certain levels of disappointment, but rather it says that again, like I said in the previous episode, we have chosen not to dwell upon the disappointments. We have chosen not to dwell upon what did not work out, but rather we are we are choosing now to look on the horizon, to look on you know different opportunities, different possibilities that are at hand. Ruth was looking at the possibility that was at hand, and that was to live with Naomi, going with her to Bethlehem, and not remaining in Moab. Moab symbolizes her past. Moab symbolizes a place of lack, a place of death, right? A place that will continuously remind her of, of her grief, remind her of the loss of her husband. But she knew that if she goes where Naomi was heading, which is Bethlehem, she would still have, what? She would still have hope. She would still have a measure of joy because again, we see the love and affection that she and Naomi had for one another was truly genuine. And it seems or appears to be that because her husband who died, it, it appears to be as if she was not even close, you know, to other people perhaps that was in Moab. Maybe she was just really close to her husband and her mother-in-law. Amen. And so it didn't seem to Ruth like she was missing out by staying in Moab. It seems to Ruth like she would be missing out by letting go of Naomi. And so, y'all, if you guys don't mind, I want to go ahead and introduce you the next biblical figure I want to go ahead and share on tonight's episode, which I mentioned was David. And, you know, the story is one that I've shared in a previous episode, you know. And when I say previous episode, it might have not been this year, but, uh, you know, a few years back, if you've been with us since 2018, you are probably familiar with the story concerning David. Um, and what led his son, the son that she, excuse me, the son that he had with Bathsheba to have ended up dying. And so if you guys don't mind, let's go ahead and quickly go to that passage. If you can go ahead and open your Bible pages to 2 Samuel chapter 12. 
and I'm, I'm going to go ahead and be reading a few scriptures from 2 Samuel chapter 12 for the sake of time. But however, you are more than welcome to read that entire chapter during your devotional time with the Lord. And so y'all, let's go ahead and just read this together. And so y'all, let's just go ahead and start at verse 16. And so verse 16 says here, David pleaded with God for the child. He fasted and spent the nights lying in sackcloth on the ground. The elders of his household stood beside him to get him up from the ground, but he refused and he would not eat any food with them. On the seventh day, the child died. David's attendants were afraid to tell him that the child was dead. For they thought while the child was still living, he wouldn't listen to us when we spoke to him. How can we now tell them, tell him the child is dead? He may do something desperate. Verse 19, David noticed that his attendants were whispering among themselves and he realized that the child was dead. Is the child dead? He asked. Yes, they replied, he is dead. Then David got up from the ground after he had washed, put on lotions and changed his clothes. He went into the house of the Lord and worshiped. Then he went to his own house and at his request, they served him food and he ate. I really want you guys to go ahead and highlight uh, verse 20 because we're going to go ahead and talk about it later on. Verse 21, his attendants asked him, why are you acting this way? While the child was alive, you fasted and wept. But now that the child is dead, you get up and eat. He answered, while the child was still alive, I fasted and wept. I thought, who knows, the Lord may be gracious to me and let the child live. But now that he is dead, why should I go on fasting? Can I bring him back again? I will go up to him, but he will not return to me. Then David comforted his wife. I just want to go ahead and uh, read verse 24, and then we're going to continue to just dialogue. Uh, then David comforted his wife, Bathsheba, and he went to her and made love to her. She gave birth to a son, and they named him Solomon. The Lord loved him, and because the Lord loved him, he sent word through Nathan the prophet to name him Jedidiah. So guys, listen, listen here. We have David. We know based on this text that David sinned against God. David ended up premeditating the murder of Ura, who happened to have been a soldier in his army. And he allowed for him to have been struck on the battlefield. So that way he can end up taking Bathsheba as his own wife. And now the servant of the Lord, Nathan, shared a parable with David, explaining his him sinning against God. And David had no clue that that story was about him but he finally was made no, he finally was made known or rather nathan finally revealed to david that story was about him and so we see that as a consequence of david's sin god permitted the child now that he bore with Bathsheba to become ill and the child ends up dying though the child ends up dying david thought he could persuade god via fasting and praying to keep the child in good health restore the child back to him but we see based on this text god did not change his mind the child ended up dying but however as i said to you earlier to highlight verse 20 this is so profound to me though david 
you can say like a while ago, a minute ago or so, he was fasting, trying to plead with the Lord to restore his child. But now that he finds out the child is dead, right? The child is dead. He ends up, the verse says here in verse 20, he what? He does what? He washed himself, he put on lotion, and he changed his clothes. And guess what he did afterwards? He went into the house of the Lord, the scripture says, and worshiped. Then he even requested the attendants to bring him food. And so we see there was a shift in David's mindset. He shifted from dwelling on the child now who has passed away, dwelling on even asking the Lord to bring this child back to life. And rather, he has placed his mindset on giving God what? Worship. And he even symbolically, not even symbolically, but he literally changed his outfit. We see that in verse in the, in the, in the previous verses, he was wearing sackcloth because he wanted to be in a posture of prayer and humbling himself before the Lord. And now we see that he lotioned himself up. He made himself well in appearance. He didn't make it seem as if he was depressed. He didn't make it seem as if he was crying. He was grieving. But he made it seem as someone who is well in the Lord. And he even, the scripture says in verse 20, he went and worshiped the Lord. And not only that, but now he is even eating. Think about it. Someone you love passes away and not long after you've received the report of their passing you now are requesting people to give you food for most people they don't want to eat food and so we see supernaturally his mindset shifted he had a change in his mindset from death from depression from even condemnation to now just a fresh perspective and just freedom in the presence of god And what I find so fascinating as well, y'all, here comes David doing this act, which is worshiping the Lord, despite the fact now this child is gone and there's nothing that he can do to get this child back. When you go and read again, verse 24, we see that the Lord still permitted David and Bathsheba to be together. And not only that, but God himself allowed them to conceive and to bore another son, who happens to be Solomon. And this was not just any son, but the scripture tells us it was the son that the Lord loved. So God was truly found by a Solomon. God truly admired Solomon. He loved this child to the point where he even sent word to his servant Nathan to give Solomon another name that greatly describes him as the one the Lord loves, which is the description of the name Jedediah, the one the Lord loves. Why is this important for you to hear before you cross over to the last quarter of 2022? This is why, y'all. Again, I don't know what first quarter to the third quarter was for you. I don't know if it was filled with more disappointments than blessings and victories. But this is what I know. If you can have the mindset of praise and worship to the Lord... And understand that he is the one that holds your very life in his hand. And because of this, he is faithful to sustain you still, despite your circumstances. Guess what? Just like he did for David, despite David sinning against God, God was still faithful enough to restore David. And to not just restore David, but he ended up giving David another son. And so God takes y'all and God 
gives, the Bible lets us know. God does what? He takes and he gives. And this is why the scriptures tell us that we need to give him thanks in every circumstance. And every season you find yourself, whether a good season or a bad season, you deserve, whether God deserves your praise. He's an eternal God worthy of eternal praise. And if you look at scripture, you notice there's not a season that's really bad in of itself. As long as God is in your season, you will indeed testify of his goodness. And so we see David, he was, he was praying and fasting for God to restore his son. Though God never changed his mind concerning that issue, concerning that, that thing that David was asking of him. He still already had in mind to give David another son. Some of you, perhaps there was something that you were asking God so badly for in 2022. And you still have not received the request that you were asking the Lord. Or perhaps maybe you received it and now it's gone. And God allowed for it to be gone. And you're saying to yourself, where, where do I go from here? Am I ever going to have that blessing that is no longer in my life. But yet you have no clue that God, because of his faithfulness and compassion, he already has in mind a new blessing for you that far outweighs the one that you're crying over about. Solomon, as you read in other scriptures, he is the one that God chose to continue on to be the successor of his father, David, and he was the one that God chose to build the temple, the holy temple. And so you may think to yourself, the very thing you lost in this past season or the very thing you lost, perhaps in this third quarter or the second quarter of the year or the first quarter of the year. And my friend, God is saying, I have something way better waiting for you in this last quarter of 2022. I want to end the episode with this. I want you to have the mindset of Ruth and David. I want you to be like David. Yeah, despite the difficulties that came your way, despite the disappointment, despite the set down, the setback, whatever it may be that tried to steal your joy or perhaps did steal your joy, you can lotion yourself up. You can get up and still choose to go in the presence of God and give him worship because at the end of the day, it is God who sustains you. You can't find strength anywhere else and you can't find strength by just sitting down in the stress and the depression and, and grieving over what has been passed away. But instead, you can choose to what? Present yourself to the house of the Lord. Present yourself in the presence of God and worship him because you know he is your strength. Because you know he is the one that is able to do what you cannot. And so I want us to know this. That our mindset dictates the new season. Yes, it is not the days changing from September 30th to October 1st that ushers you into the fourth quarter of this year. But rather, it is your mindset. What it is that you're thinking right now concerning yourself, concerning God, concerning your future. And if indeed you are thinking of God being the almighty in your life, God being the one who's in control in your life, then you have no need to worry or stress about stepping forth now into the new quarter that that is just one day away. And so 
I just want us to just continue to remain encouraged. Trust in God always. And again, like we said, never stop believing. You probably already watched the YouTube video. Never stop believing. Don't stop believing. Because the enemy, y'all, listen, the enemy will always try to get you to stop believing because that is the only way he can keep you from receiving God's blessing. But as long as you continue to be like David and pursue the heart of God and enter his presence and give him the praise that he truly is deserving of, he will continue to show you his goodness no matter what season you find yourself in. Because at the end of the day, the same God who took is the same God who is able to give. And I'm praying with you. I'm coming in agreement with you that just like just like God did for David and gave him this precious son, Solomon, whom the scripture says, God himself said, the one I love, he will indeed show you how he can completely give you something far beyond whatever it is that you've lost. I pray that you were encouraged by this episode. And remember, all things are possible with Christ Jesus. This was your sister in Christ, JLP. Until next time, peace out. Take care.